0: You're listening to Rhema for Today.
1: I want to tell you the same thing is true when the things of God, when you walk out there and begin to do battle with Satan on his territory, when you're playing in this game, this spiritual game, you don't walk out there and mealy mouth around about it, but you walk out there and begin to say, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, greater am I than you are. Get out of my way.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth Hagan continues his teaching on our rights in Christ. Find out more next on Rema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth Hagan for today's message.
1: You can come into your house. Right now you're here. You come into your house when you get back home and somebody has moved all of your furniture outside and they moved all theirs in? they not a one of you gonna say, well, uh, this is supposed to be my house. I've been making the payments on it. I even, got a, I even got the mortgage here. Yeah, that's all right, I'm taking it over. See here, I got this, it says I can have this house. Well, okay, I guess you got it and you can have it. Go get your trailer or truck and load all your stuff up and Go out here and find you a place. Pitch your tent. Because it won't be long if you do get another place. Somebody find out all they got to do come over and move you out. And they can take over and they'll do it. So you might want to get you a tent and give it away every time somebody comes around. Now, that's the way people do with the devil. Oh, you wouldn't do that. That's God, That house belongs to you. Some of you got the deed to it. The rest of you been paying on it for a while. You're making those monthly payments. That's your house. It belongs to you and you have rights and privileges in that, you are a citizen, and the law covers you, and the first thing you're going to do is get a hold of a good attorney and get a hold of the law enforcement agencies, and we're going to find out what's happening here. Is that right? Well, what in the world? Do we want to let the devil move in and take over our house for when the Spirit of God lives there and all we have to do is say, all right, Mr. Holy Ghost, take over. See, he's the enforcer. He's the law enforcement. All you got to do is begin to command something to happen. When the devil comes in with all of his flu and all his headaches and all of his ulcerated stomach and all of his cancer and all of his asthma, all of his rheumatic fever, all of his crippling paralysis and arthritis and all the rest of it you want to name, when he comes in, all you have to do is say, in the name of Jesus Christ, pick up your bags and get out of here. You don't belong in this house. You can't unpack your bags here. You know what most people do? They wait till they're good and sick before they begin to pray. You know what I do? At the first, at the first sign, at the first sign of the flu, the first little old sign that the devil's come in and he's starting to unpack, I say, hey, wait a minute. Hey, Mr. Devil, the word of God says that I'm healed by the blood of Jesus Christ because the stripes was placed on his back. And he shed that blood for healing as well as for salvation as he hung upon the cross. You realize that, don't you? I said, I'm healed by the stripes that was laid on his back. Now you take those symptoms that you've unpacked and you put them back in your valise. And you get out of here. Don't you bother unpacking anymore. I will not sign for the package. It don't belong to me. Now move that right now. I'm not praying about it. See, that's not a time to pray. That's what I tried to get over to you while ago. It's not time to pray. It's time to act. Time to make some commands and act. That's the way you get something done. I want to tell you the prayer time is before you get out and begin to act. You have your prayer time every day and then when you begin to command, you've got some power to do it with. A ball team would be crazy not to practice and then go into the big game and say, well... We'll try it. Don't know whether it work or not. We're going to try this play, you guys. Quarterback come in the huddle, you know. Say, "Hey, uh, coach said he didn't know whether it work or not, but we're going to try where where Jones go down here on the down and out and I want to uh, want Smith over here to do a, do a fly post pattern and I want to uh, Full back to flare out of the backfield, and we're going to do a fake handoff over the right tackle to the halfback, and then I'm going to throw a pass to somebody if anybody's open. If they ain't, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> now, that's the way I think some of them do it sometimes. But that's not the proper way to do it. The proper way to do it is practice on the practice field and then walk out of that huddle that quarterback has got to be a cocky dude and when he walks in that huddle, he's got to have authority in his voice and he's got to walk in there and say, all right, gang, we're going to run play play number so-and-so and we're going to score a touchdown, you understand? And they get out and they move and something happens. You see, I remember when our school won the state championship down in Texas. We were 13 points behind with only 30 some odd seconds to go on the clock and we stopped the other team on the two yard line. 30 seconds to go in the ball game and 98 yards from a score. Now with 12 points behind, we needed one win. 12 points from time, uh, I mean six, excuse me, seven points, six points from time. And we needed the score. Now the quarterback don't walk out there. The coach had the old Jimmy on that sideline and he didn't walk out there, you know, some of them already, old Jimmy on sideline, and some of them over there in the huddle, they already done give up. They already won championship last year, and they're supposed to win two back-to-back. Now, the rest, some of them in the huddle. They're already starting to cry. They're already starting. They'd already give it up. They said, man, we don't win. We ain't got a chance. It's thirty seconds. We got 98 yards to go. I want you to know that dude popped in that huddle. That coach had him pumped up. He had him believing in himself, and when he began to call plays, he called them with such authority and such power, everybody stopped dead and looked at him and said, all right, Jimmy, let's go get it. And they marched down that field and three plays later, they had scored, kicked the extra point and win it by one point. Why? Because somebody come in that huddle with authority. You let that kid walk out there with the mealy mouthing around, say, well, we're going to try to do it. And they'd have still later lost the ball game. They wouldn't have done But he coming come in there with power and authority. And I want to tell you the same thing is true when the things of God, when you walk out there and begin to do battle with Satan on his territory, when you're playing in this game, this spiritual game, you don't walk out there and mealy mouth around about it, but you walk out there and begin to say, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, greater am I than you are. Get out of my way. That's right greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world if he's in me and he's greater then i'm greater than the devil in jesus christ that is not my own self now i want you to get a hold the idea that you're going to have to begin to do something do some talking with your mouth you're going to have to begin to say something with your mouth i want you to notice when we begin to look through the pages of this bible Go all the way back to the front of it. Come all the way through. When things begin to happen, it's because somebody began to command something to take place. We're interested in the New Testament because we live in the New Testament. So we get over to the New Testament. We come down through there and we get into the book of Acts and we see a guy by the name of Peter in the book of Acts. It happens to be in Acts 9, 34. We see Peter... At Lydia, he said to the Paul and Athenians, Jesus Christ, make thee whole, rise, make up your bed. Acts nine forty. he said to the dead darkest, he commanded in the name of Jesus Christ to rise, and she arose and opened her eyes. In Acts 13, 11, Paul said to Elimaeus the sorcerer, thou shalt be blind, not seeing the sun for a season. And immediately there fell upon him a mist and a darkness. In Acts sixteen eighteen at Philippi, Paul turned to the girl with the demon that was there, and he commanded. He said, here it is, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ, come out of her. And he came out that self-same hour. I want you to realize something tonight, today, friend and neighbor, and that is this, that when we begin to command in the name of Jesus Christ, something's going to happen. The man that came down through the roof to Jesus, Jesus said, take up your bed and walk. I want you to notice. You go through there and you look at it. You look at it in the the New Testament. Every time these people were talking to somebody about being healed, they did it in a command form. Take up your bed and walk. I command the demon to come out of you. Arise in the name of Jesus. Such as I have, give I thee. Arise and walk in the name of Jesus. There ain't been no praying done yet. It's all commanding in the name of Jesus Christ. That same authority and that same power belongs to you and belongs to the New Testament church today. And it's time that we begin to do something with it and quit sitting around and praying for things when we ought to begin to command it to happen instead of praying. Nothing wrong with praying, but let's don't waste our time praying at the wrong time. Don't waste our time praying at the wrong time. There's a time to pray, but there's a time to command. The time to command is when you're facing the crisis. That's not the time to pray. The prayer time should have been taken care of ahead of time. And now's the time to command. See, it's that prayer time that keeps that spiritual battery full power. See, that's what Paul talks about. Praying in the Spirit that you edify yourself. Yeah, see, I'm going to be preaching about the Holy Ghost. Well, I'm preaching about it commanding power because we have the Holy Ghost power stored inside of us. And how do we keep that storage power all all up to the right, to the level it's supposed to be? By praying in tongues and edifying ourselves in tongues which builds up the storage battery on the inside. And then when we go out and we face the crisis, we can go walking down the street with our shoulders thrown back. And when we see the devil all we got to do is say, in the name of Jesus move. When the mountain of financial despair rises in front of us all we have to say flatten out mountain get out of my way when sickness comes all we have to say get out of my way is sickness and we keep right on marching greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world victory in Jesus victory in Jesus standing on the promises I cannot fail when the howling storms of doubt and fear assail standing on the promises I shall prevail because the word of God says that it belongs to me and you can't take it away from me Mr. Devil move over Hallelujah to Jesus!
0: Welcome to Rema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. First in this month's offer is the Kenneth W. Hagan book entitled, God's Victory Plan. Next is Kenneth e. Hagen's four CD series, The Name of Jesus. And the last item, Lynette Hagen reads Success Scriptures on CD with beautiful background music. All this for the special radio price of $35. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.
2: Hey, you know, uh, there's different media channels that we're on, and you can find us on Roku. That's right. Uh, uh, and go to the Rhema channel under the spiritual category, and we're mm-hmm. right there. In fact, we were one of the first ministries to have uh, a, a Roku channel. A Roku channel, yeah. And then this this Rhema Praise uh, video, it's on podcast Hi. You can go right there and find it and view. You can view our conferences and all kinds of stuff. In fact, you can be as, view us live every That's Sunday right. from at ten a.m., seven p.m., and seven on Wednesday night at Rayma.tv. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can listen to us on the radio podcast That's on the Rayma.org right. or on iTunes. We're just everywhere. Oh, uh, <laughs> you can you can download our magazine free, the Word of Faith. Word of Faith, or you can go there right there on. Uh, at rhema.org and request a copy and we'll send you a hard copy. But yes. I noticed that more and more people are reading it electronically mm-hmm. and that is really great.
0: Tomorrow on Rama for Today we'll continue Kenneth Hagen's life-changing series. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.